Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years, sometimes single stories, sometimes whole episodes. Keep in mind that years ago, people might have worded things differently than they would today. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that Calco first shared on the podcast in December of 2016. Here's Calco now with a story we call One Shot. Good evening, good evening. Just by a uh, quick show of hands, how many people were shot at on your way here? Anyone? No one? Well, this is Baltimore. We've had a lot going on these past few years. Protests, riots, crime, everything's been going on. I myself was a victim of violence here in Baltimore. Go figure, young black man growing up in Baltimore, 19 years old, what are the odds? (laughs) But what are the odds when the young man is an A student, honor roll, churchgoer, choir, orchestra, great friends. It's pretty scary. About 25 years ago, a buddy of mine, Joe, was at his house, and we decided after hanging out all day that we were going to go and go see our girlfriends. Pretty late, about 9, 10 o'clock at night, near Mondalmin Mall. Yeah, no, right. I said I was an honor roll student, not the smartest guy in the world. (laughs) Well, when we started leaving his house, his mom was like, hey, 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 guys, you you know, Calvin, you you can stay. You you don't have to leave. You can stay the night. For what? I'm invincible. No one's going to touch me. No one's going to do anything to me. Actually, what I was was sheltered. I hadn't seen violence. I hadn't been around violence. All my friends... Everyone's great. Whereas we're walking towards Mondami Mall to get public transportation, we see a car go in front of us. And they stop. And they wave something out of the window. My buddy Joe says, hey, 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 hey Calvin, I, I, I think that's a gun. In my mind, I'm like, well, I don't live around here. They don't need to shoot me. <laughs> Joe? Oh, no, 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 they don't need to shoot me either. So we continue walking. And at that time, we're talking about bad boy and, you know, that was hit down there. And all of a sudden, I hear firecracker. And then I feel something hit my arm. So I turn around to see what's going on, and I hear the screech. But I don't see anything behind me. The screech was Joe running. for my white brothers and sisters, when one of us runs, we all run. (laughs) So I start running, just heading towards Mondami Mall. So as I'm running, I feel my arm is a little wet. I'm wondering what's going on, but I'm still running. And as I look down, I see a hole in my jacket. And the only thing I'm thinking is, 
Oh, shit, that was the most powerful water gun that I've ever seen in my life. This is when the Super Soakers was out. You remember those? I was like, fuck, I got to get me one of these shits. So as I'm running, I'm still running, and something's not right about this Super Soaker that hit me. Because my mom would never let me buy anything that's going to damage anyone or damage anyone's clothes. So I run down into the subway in Mondawmin Mall. I pull up my sweatshirt sleeve, and I see the bullet holes. The entry and the exit wound. And I see the blood. Immediately, I'm, oh my God, I've been shot! What, what, am I, what am I gonna do? And also I'm thinking, I have so much more pussy to get, I cannot <laughs> believe that I'm gonna fucking die in the subway station with all this pussy out of here. To fuck. So I run over to the subway attendants, they're in the glass and I'm banging on the window, I'm banging on the, I've been shot, I've been shot, I've been shot. Do you know these motherfuckers originated the mannequin challenge? They literally were like. (laughs) So you motherfuckers aren't gonna help me, I see. So now I gotta head back out. I'm afraid that there's gonna be like a death squad standing at the top of the subway station ready to just take me out. But I gotta get out of there because I'm trapped. So I run up and I go out and I start running towards the first place I could think where there would be police officers. And that's North and Pennsylvania Avenue. And if you're familiar with it, we all know that there are no police on North and Pennsylvania Avenue, but I was going to run there anyway. So as I'm running, I hear Calvin, 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 mall security, mall security is here. Come, come on over, come on over. So Joe is there. So I'm running over to mall security and I'm running up to mall security and we're both like, hey, I've been shot. I've been shot. Joe's like, he's been shot. He's been shot. Mall security is like, hey, shut up. Shut it up. What the fuck? Shut up. Stand against the wall. What happened? So I show him my arm. And he said, oh my God, you've been shot. (laughs) What what do you want me to do? Well, I didn't go to Flashlight University. Whatever the fuck is in your manual, do that. I'm assuming it would be call 911. So he calls 911. And in an instant, police are coming from everywhere. And then there's an ambulance coming too. But police are coming from everywhere. Police are coming from everywhere. (laughs) So the first police officer comes up to me and says, hey, who shot you? I I don't know. Why'd they shoot you? I I don't know. So the next police officer comes up to me. Hey, who shot you? I don't don't. know. Why'd they shoot you? I don't know. The third police officer comes up to me. He, you kind of get what he said. Yeah. So I get into the ambulance. The paramedic says, hey, who shot you? <laughs> buddy, I don't know. Why'd they shoot you, buddy? I don't know. There's a knock on the door. What opens the door is the most amazing policewoman that I had ever seen in my life. At this point, I knew I was going to survive and you know what she was about to be. So she says, hey, who shot you? I don't know, but you need to get him because I need some help so bad. I, I, I reach out my arms and she closes the door and says, he'll be okay. So. 
I guess that mission was not accomplished. They take me to the hospital. At the hospital, I have to call my mom because I need insurance. So I call my mom. I say, hey, mom, am I still on the health insurance? Her first question is, okay, so you're calling me about midnight. Why the fuck do you need to know are you on the health insurance? Oh, I forgot to mention that I've been shot. What the fuck do you mean? Where are you? Where I knew that girl that you were with was not shit. I knew she was going to get you hurt. I knew it. Now, now my... The nurse takes the phone, and as soon as she takes the phone, I hear, where is he? Where is he? Oh, my God, my boyfriend's been shot. Where is he? Where is she? Where is he? So she comes and she sees me, and I smile at her, and I say, hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. She was like, where were you? I I, I was out with a buddy. She said, I saw this female police officer, and she told me that you were doing fine. Is that all she told you? Yeah, she said she wanted me to go see you. Seemed like you needed some love. (laughs) Fuck her. Anyway. (laughs) Later that night, I get into the house. My dad calls me. And he says, son, I I know you've been shot and and I know you're okay. And you're always going to be okay. Because you're my son and I love you. And I said, hey, Dad, you know, it, it's no big deal. It's not a big deal. He cuts me off. He said, it is a big deal, son. You could have died tonight. I could have lost you forever. And that would have killed me. Hey, Dad, but it's no big Son, it's a big deal. You need to take better precautions. You don't need to go out late at night. This is a dangerous city. We hang up the phone. I made the news, actually. It was on Channel 45, so I'm watching myself in the ambulance going like this. <laughs> After the, after the news went off, I actually cried. Not because of the pain, but because someone had the audacity to attempt to take my life. Someone who doesn't know that years later, I would have great friends, amazing children, the most gorgeous fiance ever. That I would be up here speaking with you great people. But I want to thank that shooter. I want to thank him for reminding me how precious not just my life is, but everyone's life. I want to thank that shooter for forcing me to live every day of my life to the fullest. I also want to say, nigga, turn yourself in. You fucking shot me. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.